Hi, friend. This is Mary DeMuth, and this is Pray Every Day, where I have the privilege of praying you through the Bible verse by verse. We're in 2 Samuel chapter 11. It's a long chapter, so we're going to divide it into two, verses 1 through 13 in the World English Bible, and this is what it says. At the return of the year, at the time when kings go out, David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David stayed in Jerusalem. At evening, David arose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house. From the roof he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful to look at. David sent and inquired after the woman. One said, Isn't this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, Uriah the Hittite's wife? David sent messengers and took her, and she came in to him, and he lay with her, for she was purified from her uncleanness. And she returned to her house. The woman conceived, and she sent and told David and said, I am with child. David sent to Joab, send me Uriah the Hittite. Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah had come to him, David asked him how Joab did and how the people fared and how the war prospered. David said to Uriah, go down to your house and wash your feet. Uriah departed out of the king's house and a gift from the king was sent after him. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his Lord and didn't go down to his house. When they had told David, saying, Uriah didn't go down to his house, David said to Uriah, Haven't you come from a journey? Why didn't you go down to your house? Uriah said to David, The ark, Israel, and Judah are staying in tents, and my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are encamped in the open field. Shall I then go into my house and eat and drink and lie with my wife? As you live and as your soul lives, I will not do this thing. David said to Uriah, stay here today also, and tomorrow I will let you depart. So Uriah stayed in Jerusalem that day and the next day. When David had called him, he ate ate and drank before him, and he made him drunk. At evening, he went out to lie on his bed with the servants of his Lord, but didn't go down to his house. Mind if I pray for you. Oh, Lord, there's so much here. So thank you that there is so much here. And having studied this passage and written um, a portion of a book about it from the most misunderstood women of the Bible, I have a frustration, Lord, when people blame Bathsheba uh, when she was simply cleansing herself from her monthly ritual, besides the fact that David already knew who Bathsheba was. Her father and her grandfather worked for him, and her husband worked for him as well. So he knew exactly who she was. And the verb here uh, that is used is that they took... um, Bathsheba actually by force. This was not like, oh, hey, come to the castle. It was by force. And the word used in Hebrew to lie with her is not um, to have relations with. It's the Hebrew word used in rape narratives. And so, Lord, I know that there are many out there who have a different interpretation of that. But I thank you so much, Lord, that you saw Bathsheba. You took care of her. And we'll see throughout this passage and tomorrow's passage as well that you are for her. And in no way is she condemned. There's never a moment in Scripture where she is condemned for what happens to her. In fact, in the narrative in um, the genealogies of Christ, they don't mention her name, but she very clearly is called Uriah's wife. And we also see Uriah here. um, I guess I'm preach praying. (laughs) But we also see Uriah here being faithful to you. And yet David is trying to cover up a sin. And so, Lord, I just pray that we would be more like Uriah faithful to you, not persuaded, um, willing to sacrifice for the greater good, because that's what he was doing. He didn't want to be, you know, hanging out with his wife and having fun when he's supposed to be 
part of a campaign, a war campaign, and he is so loyal to the king and to his men and to his commander that he will refuse to um, just kind of take it easy. And so, Lord, in light of that, help us to have the integrity of Uriah, that we would realize that the task that you have given us to share with the whole world about you is so, so important that we don't need to distract ourselves to death. Um, Lord, we live in a culture that is completely distracted, and I will pray that for myself as well. I've been far too distracted by my phone, and I can only shudder to think at how much more I could do for your kingdom, how much more evangelism would happen if I put that stupid phone down. And so, Lord, help us to be tethered to your will, tethered to what you want for us in our lives, and tethered to the gospel and the kingdom narrative, and to be so consumed with what is right for the kingdom that we will not um, flit, flitter away or fritter our way our lives um, on silly things. So Lord, um, I thank you for that, and I thank you for convicting us, and I thank you for loving us and gracing us when we stumble and make mistakes. I praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to Pray Every Day. So grateful for you. If you want to, if you feel led to support the podcast, you can go to Patreon. It's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash pray every day. There's several different levels to support the podcast at. And uh, Lord, I <laughs> see there I did it again. Sometimes I'll just break into prayer. Um, but uh, thank you so much to all of you who are Patreon supporters. And thanks um, also to all of you who pray for this show. I really appreciate you.